thanks for tuning in for five minutes. We're looking at uh, 1 Kings chapter 18, one of my favorite passages in the Bible, because I feel like it teaches us as followers of Jesus how to pray in a way that we see God do these types of things. And so a lot of times we kind of go, okay, so this kind of stuff just happened in the Old Testament. Remember, remember when Elijah comes before, uh, comes before King Ahab and he says, okay, gather everyone. Get, get the people of Israel together, and he gets them all together. He asks them this question in verse 21 of chapter 18. How long will you go limping between two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. So nobody has an opinion. And so he comes up with this idea. Okay, so let's just, you guys build an altar for your God, Baal, and I'm going to build an altar for the Lord God. So he's like, you have your God. I have the real God. And there's 850 of you, and there's one of me. There's 850 prophets of Baal. There's one of him. He says, okay, and whichever, whichever God answers by fire, that's the true God. Well, he comes up with that idea. So for half the day, the, the prophets of Baal, they're crying out. They're praying. At some point, he starts to make fun of them. He starts to mock them. He actually even uses this phrase. He's like, maybe your God is busy. Well, in the Hebrew, he's actually saying, maybe your God is going to the bathroom. So that's one of the things that he says. But he says, okay, so maybe he's busy or he's just out of town or he's on a trip. or And so you got to go louder. So they start slashing their bodies with, with knives, letting blood flow out because that was their custom in prayer. So that's what's happening when they pray. And I wonder how many times we as Christians feel like that when we pray. We feel like we're doing all this stuff. We're going through the motions. We're, we're saying the words we're supposed to be doing. We're getting kind of frantic just to kind of convince God to do it. And I wonder if we're missing out on what prayer is actually supposed to be. If I was to ask you what is prayer, how would you define it? In fact, throw a comment there in uh, on the side. Say, this is what prayer is. Um, this is how I understand prayer to be or what I understand it to be. Here's what I believe we're supposed to do with regards to praying so that we are having God answer every single time. Elijah prays. Seriously, okay, so you make the contrast. The, the prophets pray for hours. Elijah prayed a prayer that when I when I when I timed myself reading it, it was 13 seconds. It was a 13-second prayer. And this is all he said. It's in verse 30, uh, 36. It says, O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, that I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, that this people may know that you, O Lord, are God, and that you have turned their backs, I'm um, you turned their hearts back. So when you look at that prayer, that's all he prays, and then fire fell from heaven. Guys, it looked up, it licked up the, I mean, it burned up the, the altar. It burned up everything on the altar. It burned up the rocks. It burned up dirt. It licked up the water that was around the trench that they had put there. I mean, God showed up in a big way. But here's the thing. How is it that Elijah could pray and have this happen exactly in the way that he wanted it to where they couldn't? Well, one, they were praying to nothing. He was praying to the true God. That helps. But haven't we prayed for things and we've seen it not happen the way we thought or we just feel like maybe God didn't answer? Notice his prayer. Look at it again. O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let it be known this day that you are God. There's the motivation. I want everyone to know that first and foremost, you are God. Second, I'm your servant. It has nothing to do with me. But third, this is the key to seeing God answer us in great ways. Watch. That you are God in Israel, that I'm your servant. Here it is. And that I have done all these things at your word. What are all these things? Everything that happened that day, he did according to the word of God. Who came up with the plan that the altars needed to be burned? I'm convinced God did. So the reason that Elijah could move forward in confidence, knowing that God was going to come through because he was simply doing what, what it is that God had told him to do. 
And so it's a submission to God's will. So if you want to see God answer you in great ways, pray his word, pray according to his will. That's what we should be praying. We should always be saying, God, your kingdom come, your will be done. It has nothing to do with me. I don't want my will. I want your will to be done. We give it to him. We want to pray the will of God. We want to pray the word of God. And as we do that, then God will do what God does. He will answer as God wants to answer. Guys, all that Elijah did was submit himself to the will of God, was obedient to what it is that God wanted to do, and Elijah got to see God do the miraculous. Guys, I think that is the key to prayer. Your kingdom come, God. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Friends, let's pray like that. Let's believe that God can do great things, and let's do the things that God has called us to do, and let's pray the way that God calls us to pray, according to his will and according to his word, in order, that we, in order that we see the great things that God can and wants to do. Guys, love you more than you know. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you later.